CHGO Bears After Dark on an amazing Thursday night with the 12 and 1 Philadelphia Eagles coming in with the general manager Jake Flanagan sitting next to me because nobody in the company wanted me to host a show by myself. <laughs> Great move by Jake. As I do have my good friend, my hero, first things first, Fox Sports 1, the amazing What's Right with Nick Wright. Nick Wright joining the show to start here. First time ever on CHGO. Nikki from his car, midway through Christmas shopping, making time for CHGO. You know, we appreciate this, Nick. It's a, it's a, this is a major, major uh, appreciation coming from all of us at CHGO well, that you take your time. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you guys inviting me on. And I also, listen, I, the, I, I hope to build a relationship with the CHGO people because some of your guys' sister stations, the people involved with them, how do I put this nicely? They hate me. The people <laughs> at DNVR, the, those folks, because I dared tell them that adding Russell Wilson wasn't going to work out the way they had hoped. Those people hate me. There's also some Nikola Jokic stuff they don't like that I've said. And then you guys have an outfit in Phoenix that I had the audacity to uh, say, yeah, I think the Mavs are going to win that series. And I, of course, was right. <laughs> but that didn't stop them from hating me. So hopefully I can build a good relationship with the CHGO people. Well, and, you know, as the comments are already coming in, don't worry, Nick, we all do from Preston. Uh, like, the Bulls show just ended. Like, well, I hope that Carm takes him on with, with Jordan and, and, and LeBron. But, like, I don't even need to do that anymore because, I mean, the NBA just right. named the MVP after the greatest player to ever play the game, play anything. Okay, so I like so this. real quick, just yeah. real quick, two points on that. One is... How they, they've named a bunch of awards now, right? A yeah. lot of them. How many were named after active players? Uh, None, right? It, so LeBron it, wasn't eligible, so stop it. That's first of all. Second of all, uh, did you see how they – did you see what they did last night? Yeah, I, I, another huge night for, uh, what do you have, 35? You, well, Jokic had a – no, I'm talking about Jokic. Oh, okay. They, they gave Jokic – Jordan MVP trophy mm. in the locker room on Twitter. And I was like, well, the NBA is usually very smart. I didn't know they were like retro. I thought it was moving forward. This is the Michael Jordan MVP award. I was kind of surprised. I figured the first person to get it, they would have Jordan present it. They would yeah. make a big deal of it. And I assume they've wanted to name it after Jordan for quite some time but he wouldn't let him do it until he was certain LeBron wasn't going to win another one. So he had to wait until year 20 to be fully confident that he wouldn't have to give one to the guy who's replacing him on, you know, on top of the mountain. But again, I want you guys to like me, not dislike me. So let's not talk Jordan LeBron, no. but I thought it was weird that they had, they, they get, so Jokic has now three MVPs. He shouldn't have the one he won two years ago, the one he won last year, and then they gave him last year's a new trophy again, and it's the Jordan one. It's weird. Yeah, I, I'm not uh, – honestly, we don't need to – we don't need to talk, Mike, because no. we, we all know the – you know, we're, we're, sure. not, we're not moving anybody off. You're, you're allowed to be the one dude out there that, that has a LeBron take and, sure. and, 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 and all that. But here, I do have – I do think there's a Jordan connection to what's happening with Patrick Mahomes – 
and Jalen Hurts, who's in town to play the Bears this week at 12-1, and one, and the best in the NFL, 12-1 and one Eagles. And you've actually been arguing this. So you, you know what it's like now, at least somewhat, to be young Carm, where Jordan should have won the MVP in 86-87. He did win it in 87-88. He should have won it in 88-89. He should have won it in 89. He should have won it in 90. He should have won it in 97. But they don't give the MVP for whatever reason, to the best player in the game. And or we are just not smart enough to figure out the only thing we look at is the records. Oh, Jalen Hurts and the Eagles have won 12 games. That's more wins than the Chiefs have. So henceforth, he must be the MVP. I, I don't understand. So, how, here's, yeah. so here's my issue. Yeah. Because you're – so Jordan won – Magic won back-to-back, and then Jordan won back-to-back. And then Jordan quit the sport for various reasons. And then he won a couple more. So Jordan, once he won one, he never had to go more than two years as a gap without winning another one. Go to the NFL. Guys who won multiple. Brady won one, two, it waited two years, won another. Uh, Rodgers won one, waited two years, won another. Peyton won five. I think he went back-to-back or had a one-year gap. Favre won three in a row. Mahomes, if he doesn't win this year, it'll be five years without him winning. It's an absurdity. So everyone's like, oh, people have Mahomes fatigue. Well, he doesn't have fatigue of winning the award. He's given it the last two years to Aaron Bleeping Rodgers. And – the real, the real outrage is two years ago, Patrick Mahomes was the defending Super Bowl MVP. They were 14-1 and one when he played because he sat out the final week of the year. He had 38 touchdowns, six picks. And he was not the MVP. It, it, no, it was, it, no we... it was crazy. It was crazy. And... So everyone's like, oh, there's Mahomes fatigue. He's only won the thing once. And so, yeah, it, that irritates me. And you're right to be irritated, for the record. I am I am on your side here. Best quarterback in the game should be getting the MVP. I, I, and or we need to change the awards. Maybe we should have, and I thought that uh, Jack Silverstein did a great job the other day saying that we should have the best player at said position. Uh, we've lost Nick Wright and we have lost Nick Wright. So we, we, but I think we have Adam Hogue. Will we be able to have both Adam and Nick on at the same time? Is that going to work? I could work that in a second here. You can work that in a second. All right, well, let's get, let's get Nick back in here and we'll, and we'll, and we'll work Adam in a second as we, as we. Sorry about that guys. That's my bad. You're you're okay. But what I was saying, no, you're, you're fine. What, what I was saying is that, look, I'm on your side here, and I don't, get, I don't get why there is the Mahomes fatigue here other than the fact that they've only, I suppose, won one Super Bowl. I can't – honestly, I don't, I don't understand what the problem is here other than there's, there was romance with Aaron and it just hasn't fallen your way. But this particular year, I think that any logical person can look at the Eagles and realize that Jalen Hurts is, is riding on an incredible football team with the best offensive line and best defensive line in football. So I don't – I'm not – I just – don't get how this is well, that confusing, particularly this year. Well, the, the, listen, that to me is inarguable. And I did this, and then we, I know you guys want to talk Bears, so we can talk Bears. But if you just do a tale of the tape and you say, okay, Chiefs, Eagles, 
Offensive line, who you picking? Eagles. Running backs, who you picking? Eagles. Eagles. Receivers, who you picking? Eagles. Eagles. Defensive line, who Eagles. you picking? Eagles. Linebackers, who you picking? Eagles. Secondary, who you picking? Eagles. Yeah. Quarterback, who you picking? Chiefs. The Chiefs. So he's probably the MVP. Yeah, right, argument. right. Which is ex- which is how I bring it back to Jordan. Like eighty six, eighty seven. Who led the league in scoring? Jordan, thirty seven point one. Who had two hundred steals and was the defensive player of the year? Jordan. I mean, who who was the who who scored three thousand points for the only the only second person in the history of the NBA to do it other than Wilt Chamberlain? Jordan. Oh, but they only won forty games because he was playing with me and Jake and you and Adam Hogue. So let, let let's not. I, I, I just don't understand people who do this for a living or people who watch sports for a living can't have any more nuanced take than, well, who's got the most rings? Therefore, he's the best. Or who's got the most wins in a single season? Therefore, he's the MVP. We've got all these, you know, we've got all yeah, these. We don't want to turn, we don't want to turn the NFL MVP award into the Heisman Trophy of the early 2000s, where it's like, wait, Jason White and Chris Winkie are the best college football players? No, they were the quarterbacks of the best teams. And so, like, that's that's my issue with it. But I know you guys want to talk Justin Fields, so let's Well, and and we do, and uh, I think uh, Adam's going to join us in a second. I was hoping for more Chris Winky talk. Uh, Yeah, well, that that would be good. Um, uh, Here's here's, here's here's my Justin Fields question for you, Nick. If you if you put Fields on the Philadelphia Eagles this year, are they still the favorite to come out of the MVC, N, NFC in your mind? Outside of your, I know you're picking the Niners, but are they still number two in your mind if Fields is the quarterback? Uh, I don't want to disrespect what Hertz has done because Hertz has taken a, a massive jump as a passer that I think Fields needs to take. So I'm not I, – I, and I think Hertz has been excellent. I, I'm not acting like he is a passenger on this car. I just think it's a super souped-up car. What I – so I don't know if they're – I don't think they're 12-1 and one with Justin Fields, but I still think they're the best team in the NFC East with Justin Fields. I, I think a more – to me, it is a fair question in two years who's better, Fields or Hertz. And that's the other reason that, if, that I think Bears fans – should be have legitimate reason for optimism. That's right. Because if we are naming the best young quarterback in football, and by young, let's just go Mahomes or younger, okay? Mahomes 27. Mahomes, and I, this is not in order. I'm just going to name them, okay? Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, Herbert, Trevor Lawrence. Herbert and Trevor Lawrence. Those yeah. guys. Trevor Lawrence, I think he's going to be a superstar. All of those guys in the AFC, throw Tua in if you like him. I'm not a real believer. He's in the AFC. The NFC, it's Hurts and Fields. I don't believe in Kyler at all, and that's pre-injury. Dak is getting older and not terrifying, at least to me. So, like, the, the there is a huge discrepancy in quarterback talent between the conferences, it, and listen, Rodgers is clearly on the down slope and probably has a year left. Brady, it, it's not even known where he's going to play next year, but he's 45. Breeze is gone. The, you know, the, the Niners spent all those that draft capital on Trey Lance 
you got to see him play. The Stafford has got maybe a year left. You know, so th- that's the opening for the Bears is do they have for, let's just say Jalen Hurts is better. Even if he is, do they still have the clear-cut second best young quarterback in the conference? And the answer is almost assuredly yes. That's super exciting. So they need a number one ride receiver, right? Uh, Desperately. And they probably need a number two as well. And you're talking about potentially having the number two or three overall pick. I know you're not a draft expert here, Nick. I'm not asking you to pick somebody out. But if, if you're the Bears, how are you creatively going out while you have 17,000 holes to fill, you need a whole new defensive line. You need at least one, if not two people on your offensive line. You, I mean, you have needs all over the place here. You can't right. get to the quarterback. How do you, I mean, to me, you, you have to. I'm 100% trading the pick. 100%, right? I, I, I do not think it is possible to get adequate value without taking a quarterback and you guys won't take a quarterback I shouldn't say it's not possible but you have to nail it so perfectly yeah. and it's got to be the right draft and so the it, it so I guess my point would be the Texans are going to have the number one pick they're going to take call it Bryce Young that's fine someone else is going to love a quarterback and if you can get the deal the Niners gave the Dolphins where they gave up the 12th pick and two additional first rounders and then continue to parlay that. Like that's the, what the smart teams are able to do is they get additional first round picks and then they have it year after year because they trade down again. Like that's get as many bites at the apple as possible. And you already, you traded up to get your quarterback. I think it was the right move. And I just think, I, I, I think it is, the draft is such a crapshoot that spending the number two pick on a D tackle, it, it, if you have the ability to turn that into the 11th pick and a couple additional firsts, that's what I would do every time. Let, let's bring in Adam Hogue here, by the way, before, before Nick's got to head out here. Uh, Hoagie, appreciate you, brother. We were out at Hallis Holiday, an interesting conversation with Tevin Jenkins that we'll get to. Uh, Adam, Nick, say hello to each other. What's up, brother? What's up? Looking good yeah, as good always, Good to see Adam. you again. Looks phenomenal. Good to see you, pal. You look, uh, you look phenomenal, too, as much as I can see oh, you in the dark. dark. But I like yeah, it. I understand. It's a little what, dark. I what is, if we're talking about how people look, what is the end game with your hair situation right oh, now? Oh, nobody knows. You know, nobody <laughs> knows. It's a mystery to all of us. We're just growing it out. Just going for the Trevor Lawrence look, and then I'll figure it out from there. Are you actually wearing a ponytail, like, daily at this point? Yeah, once, you know, what What did Baker say? Woke up feeling dangerous. Every <laughs> once in a while, you wake up, feels like a ponytail day. And I do it, and then I just go back to this. But sorry, we don't want to talk about my hair. Go ahead, we, we, I, I kind of did, so I appreciate you indulging. Hogue, you want to jump in with Nick? Yeah, I kind of want to talk about his hair, too. So, good, for, <laughs> good, good question. No, yeah, I was enjoying listening, honestly. Nick makes a lot of good points. The MVP conversation was interesting. And uh, I think he's seeing what we see on a daily basis, right? The Bears have so many holes to fill. It's great that they have Justin Fields, but there's a, there's a lot of work to do. It, it's, yes, however, 
I'm not sure if I'm drafting divisions that I could like parachute into. Man, after the NFC South, I think the NFC North is my top pick. The Packers are screwed. Rodgers is not great anymore, and he's paid like he's the greatest, right? The Lions have won just enough that they're going to run it back with Dan Campbell. And you can't win at a high level with that guy as your head coach. You just can't. It, it just, it's impossible. And the Vikings' defense is damn near as bad as the Bears. Now, they, they have Justin Jefferson. That's a hell of a place to start. But they also are you know going to have to start figuring out the quarter the quarterback future there as well. So there's not AFC East. You you drop in there, you got to deal with Josh Allen, you got to deal with what they're building in uh Miami and if the Jets were to get a quarterback. AFC North, you have Lamar and Burrow, Christ. AFC South, I you have deal with the fact that I think the Jags are going to be real good real soon because I believe in Trevor. AFC West obviously you have Mahomes and then you have Herbert the NFC West, the Niners don't need a quarterback. They're so damn good. Uh, and the NFC East might have four playoff teams. Like, the NFC North and the NFC South are the two spots you'd want to be in if you want a quick turnaround. And I give the Bears credit for ripping it down to the studs so they can do it cleanly and not have to deal with this other, stu- like, bad contracts and stuff like that moving forward. Like, I'm just great. waiting for you to have a strong opinion about something. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Adam. But I love, I, well, and that's like the one thing I love about the NFL is you really can strip it down. And you have to take one year where you eat all the dead cap money in the world, but then you're usually free right. if, you re- if you're willing to eat it. That's the beautiful thing about the NFL and how you can turn these things around quickly. And I agree with you, Nick, because we were talking about it earlier this week. The Lions right now, they might not make the playoffs, but are they right now the fourth most dangerous team in the NFC? And regardless of whether that's true or not, just the fact that it's it's a conversation, are we really scared of the Lions going forward? Like, no, is that, no. The Bears quarterback not. situation is probably already the best one in the division. Oh, it's, I don't think it's probably. I think it's definitely. I think it's without a doubt the best one in the division. And the second best one might be Jared Bleeping Golf. Because he's on a decent contract, and he has shown throughout his career. What Golf can't deal with is getting hit or the threat of getting hit. But if he's confident, you can't hit him, and he's a decent player. And so, yeah, there's to me, there's no question about that. And I, the, the only thing that I didn't love that the Bears did was stripping it down to the studs and not investing somewhat in some pass catchers for the kid that they're trying to develop. And then you end up kind of panicking and probably overpaying a bit for Claypool, but whatever. Everybody acknowledges Howie Roseman is one of the best in the world at this and what he's done in Philadelphia. Keep in mind, Philadelphia might, you know, go to the Super Bowl and, and have a top five pick because a team that refuses to take their medicine and the Saints traded them their pick so they could move up to draft Alave. Even Roseman. Roseman drafted Rager over Justin Jefferson. Like, guys make mistakes. Yeah. And so there's or, – or did he – was maybe Justin Jefferson was already off the board. and then No, you're right. Rager, whatever. Okay. And you're so right. 
Like, the, you, you, which, by the way, speaks to my point of why I would it, be hard pressed to not trade that pick if it's a top three pick it, and I'm not drafting a quarterback because you just can miss. Like, it's just even the the can't miss guys miss sometimes. Right. You 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 want swings, which is. This is overlapping so many of our conversations. Like, you look at the Niners right now. That's why you draft a quarterback late, because all of a sudden, because they miss all the time. Tom Brady was drafted 199. Brock Purdy is all of a sudden, I don't know, he could win the damn Super Bowl if he can get healthy and, and with that sure. with that, with that team. Uh, so, you, Nick, before you go here, uh, you, you're a self-proclaimed arrogant Chiefs fan, and, yeah. uh, and, and I... And I Absolutely love the fact that your Sundays, you've got some weird setup where people cannot text you because you have to watch the game. And your your good friend Laszlo, whose podcast I listen to, wants to be your friend during the game, and you're just like rudely telling people, "Don't contact no, I me." I can't deal with it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. I, I I'm just I just want to riddle you this for for Mahomes to have the career that you want him to have, so you can yeah. Talk about him the way sure. you want to talk. How many Super Bowls does he have to win? Because at some point, if they if if every year they keep on coming up short, it's going to start to become a little okay, bit well of. Well, that's a, all right. All right. All right. Stop with every year. Keep on coming up short. They've won Let's one. Just, it has been okay. This is he's been to the playoffs four times. I understand. So it, so okay. So Tom Brady. Let's just talk Tom Brady for a moment, okay? Yeah. Greatest winner in the history of the sport. Agreed. Yeah. Tom Brady. Sure. Healthy seasons, okay. Twenty or twenty-one seasons, right? Twenty-one healthy seasons. I'll throw out the year he blew out his knee. You can already tell where Nick's going with this. I love it. Tom Brady has been fourteen conference championship games. Carm, even you can do that math. Fourteen out of twenty-one. That's sixty-seven percent of the time. Patrick Mahomes, <laughs> four seasons, four conference championship games. That's 100% of the time. Tom Brady's been to 10 <laughs> Super Bowls, 10 out of 21. Carm, even you can do that math. That's just under 50%. Patrick Mahomes has been to two Super Bowls in four years. That is 50%. Tom Brady has won seven Super Bowls, seven out of 21. Carm, you can do that math. That's 33%. Mahomes has won one out of four. That's 25%. So that's where he's just lagging. So the idea that he is that he's Aaron Rodgers that he made a Super Bowl early and has never come close since then give me a break he he made he, he has uh, some fun Patrick Mahomes facts he has never lost a Super Bowl playoff game in regulation the guy has won a Super Bowl lost a Super Bowl and lost two AFC title games in overtime and it should be noted the first one he lost he never touched the ball because we lost the coin flip and we didn't go cry into the league about having to change the god dog rules like those babies in Buffalo did. Get a stop, Buffalo. And so, yes, if Mahomes goes another six years without winning a Super Bowl, it's disappointing. But you went on a nice long story about how idiots in the media, all they can do is count the rings. And I have to hear with Jordan never lost and Brady's got seven rings. <coughs> Nobody honestly believes they've ever seen a quarterback more talented than Patrick Mahomes. He's never had to play a road playoff game because his team has home field advantage every year because he's so dominant. And it's for a team that hadn't been to a Super Bowl in 50 God dog years. And they're about to go back this year. So, and by the way, the answer is four. 
He's got to get four Super Bowls. <laughs> okay. see, see that? I, I, I made the mistake of just not calmly asking the question so and just allowed you to go into your defensive mode where I was just I just really just wanted to ask the question. How many does he need to win? You know, and, and how often before it, it actually starts yeah. to really bother you and, and then you've got to And he needs to beat the Bengals. The Bengals, the fact that a guy exists that holds over Mahomes irritates me. So he needs to beat the Bengals. That's it. Yeah, and you've got Cincinnati ahead of Kansas City right now, correct? Oh, well, that's the committee. You know, that's my shadow committee that creates the tiers. I I think Kansas City is the best team in the league, but Cincinnati has earned it. Cincinnati started 0-2 and since then has been as yeah. good as anybody in the league. So, so you're being fair. All right. I, listen, I appreciate it. We all appreciate it. I know you're, you've got uh, family going on right now, so I don't want to hold you too long. But let's just do this again, Nikki, all right? But thanks for the for time. Sure. Can I ask one quick question before I go? Yeah. Didn't. Uh-oh. Say it again. Didn't what? You say the guy on the right is your boss. Yes. The guy in the bear's head, Jake. Yes. So why didn't you let him talk? I mean, my God, the guy can't get a word in edgewise. I, I, I mean, he's your boss, Carm. Let listen, the guy, what, let the guy say something. All right, hey, when it's all said and done, greatest Chiefs tight end, Tony Gonzalez or Travis Kelsey? It's already, it's already Kelsey. It's Kelsey. Yeah, it's I agree. Kelsey. Yep. If Kelsey, not even when it's all said and done. If he never plays again, it's Kelsey. I love okay. Tony. I yeah. love Tony. But Tony never That's right. made you fear the way Kelsey does. Mm-hmm. Kelsey is, when it's all said and done, I think Kelsey is the greatest tight end ever. Woo. But he's already the greatest Chiefs tight end ever. And, and See, just, just, that was a good question. Thank you. Yeah, I, I should have let Jake talk more. You're absolutely correct. And and for, for the more, record, good questions I answer. Yeah, yeah. yeah for, for the record, uh, you know, I, I worked Nick and I's relationship for people who are just watching CHGO and 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 have never seen us together. We worked together in Kansas City. Nick left yeah. to go to Houston to do the morning radio show. They ended up blowing out the whole show. Nick ends up going on social media and saying the worst thing they ever did was getting rid of Carm. So he got me a job in essence at <laughs> Yahoo's. At, That's true. This is all true. And now, today, full circle, he's trying to get me fired. <laughs> but, hey, but listen, Jake, you can't fire him. Because the part of the story Carm's leaving out is, yes, I did go on social media hoping to help him get a job. I didn't know it also meant he'd live with me. And so, like, if he, the, I, so he's, Carm's doing great at CHGO Absolutely. and in Chicago. So, so keep it up. All right, thanks, guys. Thanks for inviting me. I'm going to go. I'll see Thank you, Nikki. Appreciate yeah, Nick. you. And that is true. I uh, the job ended up being in Houston. Nick was living in Houston, so I moved. I just basically told him like uh, I have no idea where I'm living, so I'm going to stay with you for a month. And then I ended up staying with him for three months. And then he said, "You you can stay with because the job was terrible, and I knew that thing was not gonna this. It was, I just knew that that outfit was not gonna last. And uh, even though they're still going now, but whatever. That's story for another time. But it, he said you can stay however long you want." But as of tomorrow, it's going to cost you $100 a night. Wow. <laughs> wow. That escalated quickly. It, it, was, it yeah. was tied into he, he wanted me to uh, break up with my girlfriend at the time. Although, if you break up with your girlfriend uh, and I, you could stop complaining about that, you could stay here forever for free. That was, it was, that's, the real, that's a true friend there, Adam Hogue, yeah. um, uh, on some level. Okay. Was, and, was he, and he was right, he was right about the girlfriend. Eh. You know Ooh. who's ever who's ever right yeah. about these things, but yes, but most 
I mean, we're, we're all in a better place right now, including, um, you know who's in a better place right now? It's before we get into everything that happened at Hallis Hall today. You're going to love this story, Jake. Uh, we had a good fun with Tevin Jenkins. But can you, uh, just, Gre- can you just real quick. Yeah. Can you fix the drawstring on your sweatshirts? Driving me crazy. Oh, the one over there. This one? On the other side. The other you need one. to pull them both. There oh. you go. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. You look great. I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm, <laughs> we're, we're in a different studio. I'm uncomfortable. I, I, don't, I don't feel like myself. I think it's great. We're yeah, good. Yeah, no, we're, we're rolling. Green Ridge Farm loves this studio, by the way. They are what you should be having for dinner or breakfast or lunch uh, tonight, tomorrow, the next day. They are Chicago's local meat and cheese company, and they do offer you the better all-natural option. All-natural deli meat sausages. They're famous meat sticks. We talk about them all the time chicken black forest beef jalapeno cheddar spicy chili you know what to do greenridgefarm.com when you put those any three meat products in when you make an order at greenridgefarm.com you get a pack of meat sticks in your cart they are free when you put in the code c-h-g-o um kurt's calling me a door casey's saying that hoag's got fashion uh this is this is what's going on so all right Bears After Dark with about uh, 17,000 topics and oh, as much I don't know how much time we have to jam it all in. But so at practice today, uh, Field's back on the field. He's going to play. But the highlight of practice for me today is I went up to Tevin Jenkins because Adam and I were talking with Corey Wooten on Monday about moving Jenkins, or I was, I was hypothesizing, let's put him at left tackle. Let's see what we can do. Three and ten. These games don't matter. You want to lose them, uh, and and let's see if Jenkins can actually be an elite left tackle because we don't have one. So then I went up to Tevin today, and I'm like, uh, "Hey, what do you think, left tackle?" Yeah. And he just looks at me kind of sideways, like, "Yeah, you know, if you told me that I could practice there for a week, but like not in the middle of you know, like just go over there and do it." Right. And I and I told him that, hey, well, we were having this conversation on the show, and then I pointed at Hogue. I'm like, that guy doesn't think you could do it. And then, wow, and, wow. And, 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 well, he he just didn't think that he, he not that he couldn't do it, but that it's not you a could, good idea. You, you that it would you he would have to build up to it. Yeah. And and then Tevin and Adam had a moment. Uh, you could take it from there, Hogue. Well, I do. I wasn't aware of that other moment you had though, where you sold me out and said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I Did didn't you say it, it like that. that I, <laughs> I, I just said, I said we were having an argument and I'm like, and, and, and by the way, and he, he was like, he's like, yeah, no, 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 I could not do that. And I was like, well, he, you, then, then that guy right there was correct. And that, that's oh, okay. how, that's yeah. how it actually went down. <sighs> yeah, no, that was, uh, you know, it, that's a good way to settle arguments that we have about these players. You just <laughs> go up to the players in the locker room and ask them. <laughs> Well, I, you I, like, know. I loved it though. He, he, he's right. I mean, he just, well, you're right or I'm right. He's right. Whatever. Like you just can't do it on short notice. I, I don't want to say you can't like if, if, if you were so far down the depth chart that you were in an emergency situation, like you might actually have to move Tevin Jenkins to tackle at some point, but it's just really not something you could just do overnight. Let me let me ask you this right turn cuz I mean the Bears locker room today it doesn't feel like a 3 and 10 team. No. It doesn't even feel like a 500 team. It feels like they they're on their way to the Super Bowl, right? I mean, I'm wondering can you remember a time in your and you've covered the team for how many years now? 12? Yes. Can you remember a time where 
you had a team that had no chance to go to the playoffs, which is many of the years that you've covered the team, and it's this positive around there. Mm. No, I think the only years that would comp at all would be like the first couple of years of John Fox because it was so low coming out of 2014 that like, so I, I, I'd have to maybe 2015, but even that team, I think went six and 10 when it was all said and done, but pro yeah, that's probably the comp is 2015. You had a new GM, a new head coach. The team kind of knew that coming out of 14, they weren't going to be, you know, any good, but the, the, it is, it is something. And I, and I don't, it's probably a combination of the good culture building they've done and just the understanding. I think that they, you know, players, players want to win and they're going to do everything they can to win, but they're also not dummies. Like they understand when they sign with a team, you know, what the, what's going on there. What in, and a lot of them go into it embracing just their opportunity to get snaps and to get an opportunity to, to get on tape, uh, whether it's for the Bears or for other teams. So I think that's probably what you have going on. Everything like we do, we do a lot of things are based on expectations, right? I think players have those expectations too. They understand uh, what the reality is. And so when, you, when you're in a different situation like last year at this time where – Quite frankly, things weren't much better, <laughs> no. right? I mean, they managed to win six games, but one of those was uh, the Seattle game on Christmas weekend. Um, but, like, I'm just talking about in terms of wins, things weren't much better, and yet it felt so much worse is my point because I you had the expectations, the understanding that coaches – I remember we talked to um, – uh, oh my lord! I'm blanking on the guy's name now. The uh, QB coach, that guy. Yeah, uh, no. uh, John D. Filippo. Yeah, John D. Filippo. Nice. Man, what a fall he's had. I mean, one time head coaching candidate, and now I can't <laughs> even remember his name a year later. I yeah. feel bad about it. I actually really do like John D. Filippo and think he's still a good coach. But um, I just remember we had like a very real conversation with him late in the season um, at one of our assistant coaches' gatherings and he got into like some real talk about like what it's like to be in this situation where without saying out loud that he knew everybody was getting fired. He was talking about how, you know, the effect it has on families and, and children and, and wives and being how the being in these situations are just, just not easy at all. And it's just a very different reality this year where I, I mean, I'm not saying the entire coaching staff's going to be back without anybody being replaced, but it's not even a topic of conversation. Yeah. it's still You guys have been talking about this for weeks, but it has to be a combination of everything still kind of feels new in the program, right? It's building. And so there's not that sense of like a gloom over it. And then also 75% of the people in the locker room can't even rent a car. I mean, they're all so young. I mean, and, and, the, and the veterans that were on the team with Quinn and Roquan and, and even Eddie Jackson, who's now hurt, and, and some others aren't really there. There's not that, like, established, like, I've been doing this this way for a decade, like, like vibe in the locker room, which, Adam, I know you're well aware of, like, things that are kind of just, that's how the, it's been done here for years, and that's not really it at all in that, right? Well, I'm and, assuming. And, and that's why I want to point out, too, that I, I don't think it's just – all like 
positive kumbaya because it's mm-hmm. like this great culture. I, I mean, I think it is a good culture. I think they are doing a good job with that, but I think it's also the reality of, of the roster and that there's, yeah. there's so many guys right now in that room that sort of understand and know that there's, there's a 50, 50 or maybe less chance that they're going to be on this same team next year. So all you can do is go out there and ball out every week and, and, and try to put good film out there so, for your next job. And so there's, I don't think there's so much of a, you know, feeling sorry for yourself vibe because they understand the situation and they understand the business side of it and, and what they can do to have a, you know, a successful 2023. Yeah. A couple super chats coming in here. Uh, Preston white. Uh, I work when the day show happens. So I'll give some love after dark. Great work between you guys and the bull show. I get all the coverage I need. Hey, Preston, we really appreciate that. Thank you, brother. And uh, Monzi coming in with a four ninety nine. or all I know so whenever the Bears win a Super Bowl, Chicago will have the all-time parade and the record of grown men crying will break me. I'm a grown man. Uh, you know what? On that level... By the way, it, you don't have to watch live. You can always watch our daytime shows later. That Yes. Anytime you click... a podcast. Yeah, we, we're here for you live, but we're, you know, we're here from you whenever you need it. On demand. That's what we do here at CHGO. So, so both. And speaking of, by the way, speaking of on demand, let me actually do something in the moment here because uh, one of our fine sponsors, Game Time Tickets, uh, I'm actually going to the Hawks game tonight because I'm all of a sudden Mr. Hockey. I don't know what the hell's going on over here. You are. You are Mr. You are Mr. Hawk. I am, I am Mr. Hawk. And right now, if you go, if you download the Game Time Ticket app and you want to go see the Hawks with uh, puck drops in about 11 minutes, you can get in for 11 bucks on the Game Time Ticket app, which, and that's also 315, uh, 314, row 15. So your upper corner, it's a great seat yeah. for hockey. Love that ticket. Um, so. Download the Game Time Ticket app. It's not just for Blackhawks. Obviously, it's for all sporting events and concerts and shows. 15 million people have done it. But secondary market, no better price than on Game Time Tickets. And if you do go to the Hawk game, uh, hit me up on Twitter, and I will come and say hello. And what section was that, you said? That was uh, 314. Well, that's interesting because I believe tomorrow night the sold-out Chicago or CHGO Bulls takeover, we're all meeting at Crossroads on Madison taking the shuttle over, and we'll be in Section 314. So if you're looking to kind of hang out, we're sold out right now, but there may be some other tickets in that section. Come hang out, see Matt Peck, see Big Dave, see Joey, see the rest of us who will be there, and, and hang out with some other uh, Bulls fans, and, and let's see, uh, hopefully, a win. Yeah, uh, yeah, hopefully a win is yeah. right. By the way, uh, to the Bulls fans out there who are freaking out, people like – Chris Emma, who uh, yelled at me today at Bears practice, saying like, "Ah, oh, Bulls, they're, they're, these are tight overtime games. They're they're right there. Uh, let's not completely have like like this is not a team that has no chance of turning it around. I understand it's been incredibly disappointing to this point, but I, I have some level of Jake Flanagan, uh, perhaps optimism. More more optimism right now than me for the Bulls. Yeah. What's their record since Lonzo Ball got hurt last year? Uh, it's th- three and forty-eight. It's not good. Yeah. But they. That's right. But you tell me Lonzo's coming back healthy, and I will buy your positivity. But that's right. Until they have a until they have a real point guard. Sorry. I, I honestly don't think that Lonzo's ever going to play another game for him. Oh, uh, my God. That's 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 what I think is going to happen. That's a little probably too over the top, but... Um, it's kind of how yeah. I feel, So, too. here, uh, Adam, before you get out of here, I'm you know doing the research on the Eagles. The one thing they don't do well is stop a quarterback from running. 
Daniel Jones last week and the Giants averaged seven yards a carry when the quarterback took off. Tell me that the Bears are not going to try to try to win this game using Justin Fields running the football. Because it was interesting today, Luke Getze was asked about, you know, how come there were so many less runs? And he didn't, what he didn't say, like, hey, because we're trying to protect the quarterback. He said because we only had 52 offensive plays. If we had 70, it might have looked different. And I'm just like, you're, you're, you're just saying that just to say that, right? Yeah, he is. I mean, if you listen carefully, Justin Fields told you post game that he, at one point in that game, had a little bit of aggravation of his shoulder. And if you pay attention to the QB runs in the second half, I think there was only like two, like in the last three quarters or something like that. So uh, th- that told me that there was at least s- some pain that came back during the game. And that was at least a factor into how that played out. But also, they were throwing the ball well. I mean, yep. Justin had one of his... And, and, and so if you have a dinged-up quarterback who is throwing the ball well, why would you run more? So I, I would hope that the, it's more of a feeling out what you need to do against this defense, which is a really good defense, deep D-line, worried about this offensive line in this game. Um, and I do think that one solution to... Well, is this is ob- kind of obvious, but one solution to keeping the Eagles from just teeing off on, on Justin is to keep them honest with some design runs in there. I think you got to have a balance of both. You, you can run the ball against them. They, they, that, they, the Bears should at least have some level of success out of the backfield. But the other, th- I'm, I'm just, to be honest, I don't want to live in fear over here, but this, is, this game is terrifying. They have the most sacks of any team in the NFL. They have the second with 49. They have the second most quarterback hits of any team in the NFL with 92. We just saw Kyler Murray go out. Now, he wasn't hit by anybody, so it's not exactly the same thing. But just, like, let's get through this week, honestly. I don't care if I I picked the Eagles to win it 32-10. to I would give up my pick uh, early here. But, like, that's fine. Just just get through the game without fields, yep. get, you know, getting dinged. You guys remember the, the Bears-Browns game last year? Yes, I do. I don't no, want I, that, I, I I don't want that to happen this week. Like, and, and I feel like this Eagles team is just getting rolling. Like, I feel strongly this Eagles defense is, has enough in the tank to get them all the way and win a Super Bowl. I don't know if they will, but it scares me a little bit, and, and I'm probably – in that camp of like you were with Fields, hey, maybe, maybe I mean, we need to. If there's any sort of question, do, do, do why push it? But I get it. It's the situation. He's out there. It's going for the experience. Hogue, you're for it, right? As long as he's mostly healthy, and I and I get that now more too. It's just I can still, as a Bears fan, be a little worried. Yeah, no, <laughs> right? a- absolutely. I I just they got to they got to go back to what they did against. Uh, the the Patriots, the Cowboys, the Dolphins, where Fields in those games actually didn't really get hit on his runs at all. I mean, he was there were smart design runs where he was smart about getting down or getting out of bounds. And as long as you're doing like that, doing it like that, that's fine. The one the problem is once they got in the Lions game and um, then the Falcons game after that, I thought that they went too far the other way. And they were actually putting him in harm's way, despite the fact that he was telling everybody, my legs are tired. And so that's that's where the balance went too far. So I have absolutely no problem, even with the shoulder, if yeah. they run him the way they did against the Patriots and, and Cowboys earlier in the season. It just can't 
and I don't think it will be to the other extreme where it, it actually put them in harm's way and then it cost you. Right. Ooh. I guess I'm fearful of the defense dictating the game and what the offense does, which I know that's not the way to, to, to you know, that you want it to play out. But if that occurs, then, I mean, all bets are off because that's where he runs into trouble, right? Like he's, he's then needing to make a play that because he's getting pressured. Right. Well, and there's going to have to be some scrambles in this game. That's right. So. You're right. All right. I'll just, you know, have a drink or something during the game. Yeah, a couple. I, hey. Yeah. Look, I, I don't know if you noticed, Carm, when I was sitting at my cubicle today at Dallas Hall, but I was actually watching, going back and watching some of the uh, Washington game I, earlier I did this no, season. I did notice you were scouting something. I didn't I didn't peer over your shoulder like too much of a creeper, so I didn't see what exactly it was, but I saw football over there. Keep going. Well, I, I just, I, I think sometimes it's a healthy exercise to go back and look at some of the kind of what was going wrong earlier in the year to kind of get a healthy perspective on what they fixed. Cause sometimes in these long seasons, you sort of forget like, Oh yeah, that was going on in that game. And anyway, I have a few takeaways from, from rewatching that game. One is it was just a reminder that fields was taking a beating against a good D line without the design runs. And the design runs that they put in during the mini buy were what went a long way in helping avoid that. I see. So yes, you can be scared of him running with the ball, but if you take that element out completely, you have a sitting duck against a good defense. So that's a huge takeaway going into this Eagles game. Just don't forget that because he was t- and and to his credit, he got some passes off in that game. Yeah, where he got smoked and still completed the pass right before halftime. There was one uh, and I remember he went to the locker room in that game at halftime and I was worried he wasn't going to come back. So and then he did and he gutted it out and he actually put them in a position to win the game and just the catch wasn't made. Uh, when you put it other- like that, Hogue, that, that makes me feel better and remind us how many points the Bears offense scored in that game. 13. Exactly. No, seven. No, it yeah. was it was Washington. It was 13-7. The Bears had seven. And, yeah. and they got them all on that home run pass exactly. to Dante Pettis. Um, the other two takeaways I had from watching that is uh, Roquan Smith, really good at football. And yes. um, <laughs> you, see, you see him running around, and you're like, oh, yeah, they don't have him anymore. So that explains a lot of things going on in defense. And then the other takeaway is, oh, my God, Carson Wentz is terrible. <laughs> like like if like if any and I don't think they're even doing this in Washington but if if there are if there is anybody out there like Carson Wentz is healthy should be playing over uh Taylor Heineke they're just so wrong I mean Wentz Wentz missed so many throws in that game like seven yard outs that just like landed at the receiver's feet they're just it was so bad he's just not good and, but Roquan Smith is good yeah, his best play in that game was a block, right? Well, that's the that is the the funny thing about me bringing up those two players is Carson Wentz did smoke Roquan. Yeah, that oh, block right. in that game. It was, but that was Carson's Carson. best play, and yes. it was Roquan's worst. Otherwise, the other player was a lot better. Uh, just just for an exercise here and. I got to give my guy Park Oak a little bit, Danny Park, a little credit on this. But just when you're when you're doing the Eagles versus bring, the reason why I'm tying this into Roquan is who you're paying. 
Like, if you look at what the Eagles, best team in the NFL arguably right now, who they pay, uh, cap hits this year, top Javon Hargrave, by the way, a free agent who the Bears perhaps will be looking at, uh, that'd be a defensive tackle. Then you got a, a right tackle in Lane Johnson. Then you got Darius Slay, a cornerback. Then you've got Brandon Graham, defensive end. Then you've got a then you've got a center in Jason Kelsey. Then you've got a wide receiver and a wide receiver, you know, AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, left tackle, uh, Jordan, how do you say it? Mylata, wh- however, whatever. You get and the pl- sing yeah. beautifully. Yeah. Uh Fletcher Cox, defensive tackle, a guard, Isaac Simalo. C- C- all right. So they Here's the best, and here's who they're paying. Not the linebackers. Not the linebackers. Yeah. Not and there's a good, uh, not a perfect comp, but a good comp that um, that Will DeWitt wrote about this week at allchgo.com that that people should read about. But T.J. Edwards is their Jack Sanborn, the Badger that they got undrafted, who right. turned out to be a pretty damn good player, and they extended him before the end of last season as he was about to, I think, be a restricted free agent. So, I mean, Sam Bourne's a couple years from having to be in that situation, but, you know, they found their version of Jack. It actually took longer, too, because he wasn't... Sam Bourne is having a much better rookie year than, than TJ Edwards had, but the point being, you know, they were able to find a linebacker to play in there, and they... They extended him cheaply compared to all those other contracts and players you were just mentioning too. So um, I guess that's the positive look at them letting uh, or trading away Roquan Smith. Yeah. What are you drinking tonight? What are you doing over there? I know you're going to the lake tomorrow or something. We got the uh, Goose Island Christmas IPA going here. Happy holidays. Yeah. Look at the holiday festivities going. Um yeah, I, I was still debating going to the Bulls game. I was not where it was sold out, so I guess that decides that. <laughs> Talk to upper management. You yeah, might be can, able to get in. We can pull some strings if necessary. Or I'll just or I'll just hit the game time app and then still meet you guys at the bar. It's all it's all good. Um, yeah, so we you know weekend plans haven't been decided. Okay, I, my weekend plans consist of Bears Eagles Sunday at chgo with a little uh argentina france on the uh screen probably before we start our pregame show i forgot about that should have brought that up with nicky he's a huge soccer guy by the way jeff uh, barger you just made my night with that with that chat you guys have no idea how good fields is i'm from ohio and i've been a buckeye fan for almost 50 years uh he's the best player i've ever seen in columbus i'm a huge bears fan now we will take that jeff as That's much awesome. as, you know, we got a badger and a hawkeye and a wildcat. And where are you at over there? Redbird. Illinois Red, State. There we go. And a redbird. Well, birds. That's right. Fear the bird, too. baby. I got a, I got a Nick Wright question before we get out of here. Okay. You know, he's not on the show anymore. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was okay. going to ask him this directly, but it didn't really come up. I didn't know if it would or not. Okay. So one thing about Nick that I give him a lot of credit for was, Carm, at your wedding... Nick made me feel like he knew who I was, <laughs> even though it was the first time we were meeting. <laughs> do you think he actually knew, or did he just do his homework before? Did he ask you, hey, Carm, who am I sitting with at my table? Wow. Who do I need to do homework on before I get into this wedding so that when I get there, 
I, I, you know, I'm going to scan his Twitter account. I'm going to know, I'm going to know what he's doing. Uh, I, I don't know exactly, <laughs> but I will tell you this. He is an outstanding strategist. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and he's, inc- he's probably more prepared than anybody in our business before they, you know, hit he, the on button on the microphone on any given show. He, uh, you know, he traveled in and so he was at the rehearsal dinner and, you know, I just felt like if he wanted to, he could get up there as somebody who's coming in, you want to say something, you know, just whatever uh, informal thing. And so, uh, he takes the opportunity, of course, and he knew no one there five minutes before. And the next thing you do, like, he just had like the whole family just outlined. And I'm like, how, <laughs> <That's incredible. laughs> like, how did you, how did you pull that off? And like, and everybody, they bought it too. Oh, thank you. <laughs> You're absolutely right. I, I did. I, I do love planting flowers or whatever the hell, you know, it was, it was, it was unbelievable. I'm like, this is complete bullshit, but I'm entertained. <laughs> he made me feel like he had been following my bears coverage for years. Uh, well, and that that's probably true, uh, but I, eh, I mean, how much Bears covers really is he digesting, right. considering where the Bears have been at? Um, but you know, I I don't, I don't want to good for him. To say that I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. He's a he's a he's a great friend, and he's obviously uh, pretty good at his job. So, all right, Hogue, hold up, hold up. Yeah, I, I got a question for all three of you before Hogue, uh, we let you go. Okay, I put a chat up, uh, a poll up in the YouTube chat here. When will the Bears win their next Super Bowl? I want to get your thoughts. I have one to three years, three to five years, five to seven years, or seven or more years. And then I'll let you know the results of the poll after. And that starts with next season. You're saying correct. Okay. Yeah, they're not going to win it this year. Uh, I, I, don't, got, I don't. I don't think. I don't think. <laughs> uh, I'm going. I, I'm taking one to three. That's right. I, I'm. I'm in that optimism. I'll say. Um, I mean, the way the NFL works, if Justin Fields is for real, it, like to the point that they're gonna win one, then it really kind of needs to be one to three. That's right. Exactly, because because otherwise you like end up restarting anyway. You could a coach, if you want to win the you know. if you want to win the bet, take the seven and over. Yeah, my, <laughs> right. Is, right. Is I was gonna say. I mean, <laughs> but but I can't say that anymore. I can't be like the guy who's just like God's oh, never gonna happen now that they have Justin Fields. Right? Isn't that a weird feeling? It's it's like he weird, provides man. so much hope. We've never had that before. We, we haven't. Um, for, for what it's worth, uh, our YouTube viewers all agreed. Uh, 46% of the vote, one to three years. That's what I'm talking and about. second was three to five years with 41% of the vote. And I bet most of those people that said three to five were thinking year three, which I think a lot of people are, are, are on. I still think next season is the, the, the year they, you know, they take advancements. They, they move forward. I feel great <laughs> about the 2024 season, which would, would – uh, we go along with my prediction of 2024 being the greatest year in Chicago sports history. Although the last six months have made me rethink that. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, they would then be in the Super Bowl in the very beginning of 2025. But I think most people think the 2025 season would be the year, right? That would be you know, I, three years from now. I'm actually stunned season. by the optimism. This is that, but I love it. it, it hey, second-year quarterback – Busting out tons of cap space, tons of draft picks, a GM that most of us are 
buying into right now. I, it adds up. It adds up. All right, we got to get out of here in a second. So, ho, I'll, I'll see you Sunday at – are you really coming for the soccer game? 8 a.m.? No way. Uh, well, Fox has been lying to you the entire World Cup. The game starts at 9. <laughs> they, they, they've been – every single ad they run, they tell you it starts an hour before it actually starts. It's incredibly so, so, annoying. So, you're going to be here at 9 o'clock for France and uh, Argentina. Yeah, Messi will I think be so. I, I think I'm going to try. All right. Might have to bring in bagels. Might have to go the bagel route. Let's go. Um, I just don't know who to root for. Is it the team that I ended up walking down some random street of Paris, marching in a parade with the Argentinians, or, 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 or you know, the, the French that were so, you know, unbelievably nice and gave me yeah. all the great food and liquor while I was there? Yeah, I, I think you got to go for France just for recency bias. But, oh, uh, Messi, go with the best. And what about an Mbappe? See, those two I didn't know until I was in Paris are now teammates on PSG. Oh, my God. I, I didn't, mean, I I didn't even, know Messi was on PSG. I don't know what PSG is. Paris Saint-Germain. Oh, of course. Did you have, did you have that? I did. You did. Okay. Or Paris Saint-Germain. Okay. I got to go to the Hawks game. I love you. <laughs> Mr. Hawk. Yeah. See you, man. Hey, hey, uh, very important uh, new partner of ours, um, private internet access. We are hooking you up like more than this is this is a this is a good one. So check it out here. Uh, with all the blackouts, if you ever struggled to watch the Bears here at home, maybe you live in a Indiana, you're stuck in the Colts market, or perhaps you're a Bears fan in Wisconsin, and you get the Packers. No one deserves that private internet access is going to hook you up. So this is an incredible virtual private network VPN um, that can fix all of this for you. This is what you want to do. I'm telling you, this one is like the no-brainer of all no-brainers. Right now, you go to www.playpn.com, playpn.com forward slash bears. They're giving you an 83% discount 83 percent so it's two dollars a month there's four extra months so we're talking this is a two-year deal you're spending two bucks a month and literally wherever you go you can uh set up your vpn that you can get the bear game or any other sporting event that you want to see this is uh this is this is a super cool offering that we have for you so there you have it on the screen playpn.com forward slash bears two dollars and three cents a month with the 83 percent off uh there is this is not going to be around forever so if you are watching right now great opportunity to uh improve your internet viewing life two dollars three cents even in these perhaps challenging economic times for some of us out there that is that is a steal so thank you to our friends at private internet access uh we're jumping on board here. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome partner. Uh, any final thoughts over there, sir, sir uh, GM, Jake Flanagan? No, I mean, I think it comes down to, to health. Is It's been the priority now for the last several weeks when we uh, we saw fields you know, go down a bit. And I uh, just want to see the Bears progress, a little bit of player progression, stay healthy, and, and I don't want to see them win. I don't, and I don't have any shame saying that. I can't believe you just said that. I know it was. It's been weird for me. This is probably the strangest bear season of my life, and I'm okay with it now because I know what's ahead 
like we were talking about with Fields, we have the franchise quarterback for the first time ever. And so having a pick there is going to help us accelerate, um, you know, the growth and, and get more wins faster. And that's what I want. And um, I can get into more stuff about um, some, some Bears history and some origin stuff maybe the next time I'm with you guys in the offseason. And then we're starting to look ahead to the draft. But for right now, we want to see player progression. You're going to want to watch these games, see how they uh, stack up against the Eagles. The Eagles will be a great team that you'll probably see go far in the postseason. And then a few more weeks after that, and then and then the eye to the offseason. Going to be an incredible, incredible offseason. Uh, if you haven't hit that subscribe button, do it now. I, I'm assuming most of you have. But if you're just checking out the show for the first time, hit that subscribe button, turn your notifications on. Uh, listen. Our regular Bears show during the week is at noon, and then we've got Bears After Dark on Thursdays, and we've got uh, Nick and Will were in here earlier today. You cannot get uh, more coverage than you can get right here at CHGO, and this offseason is going to be the greatest offseason in the history of the Bears, damn it. That's, That's what's right. going on. That's by, right. uh, by the way, uh, to our friends at FOCO, F-O-C-O, best coverage that I'm talking about. They also have the best in gear. Hoodies, slippers, signs, bobbleheads, everything that you need to be decked out like a true Bears fan. Perfect gift for the holidays. That's going on, too. Check out FOCO.com, F-O-C-O.com, or click the link in the description below. All non-presale items. Use that promo code CHGO. You get 10% off. Uh you're the most optimistic person of all time, though, so you don't think they're winning this week? No, they're not. They'll probably <laughs> lose by two touchdowns. Okay, okay. You you feel the same way? I believe our predictions are similar. Yeah, I I do have a I do have a tied at half. I got a ten ten game at halftime, and then I got the Eagles walking in a half, and Nick Sirianni looking at him, and be like, "Will you freaking play?" And then yeah, uh, but I don't see it going down we, like that. But I hope it does. It'll make for a better game. And the Bears have been great at halftime making adjustments. So. They've been in more games this year, I mean, than I we think I think we thought they would be. So yeah. Uh Daniel Cho, for the record, two handed backhand. And uh big win for me last night in the four or five B League. First, I got bumped up a level. Tennis is becoming a huge thing on the show, apparently. Got bumped up a level, didn't want to get shut out, didn't want to get a bagel in the next great. level. And uh I got my first win last night. So wow. took down and yeah, it was it was a good win. <laughs> <laughs> Seven six six zero. Oh. Down went whoever the hell I played. I forget his name. Uh, Ramon? No, that's not right. But doesn't matter. And I beat my daughter three straight games in Uno, which that's doesn't huge. seem like it should be a huge achievement since you know the age difference. But she usually just owns me, so yeah. you know I felt pretty good about that. Uh, that's uh, that's good. That's yeah. absolutely that's that's absolutely impressive. Hey. Uh, Thank you again to uh, DraftKings for uh, always sponsoring us at CHGO. $5 uh, bet on any NFL game, $150 in free bets. You, you want to make your life way more exciting. Uh, do, do, do the DraftKings deal. Download the app now. Get in on NFL or go holiday hoops, anything you want to do. Use that promo code CHGO. 5 bucks. On any NFL game, $150 in free bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Use that promo code CHGO. Thank you, Nathaniel Motter. It was a big night last night. I had a huge sigh of relief. And then I went home, and I actually stopped in. Uh, I stopped in at Myers Tavern. I was going to have a cheeseburger and a beer, and, and it was so crowded, and nobody paid attention to me. And I, and I had my CHGO stuff in, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go home and be a good, 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 good young carm 
and I and I had my my yogurt and my and my and my nuts and wow. my, and my and, and an orange mm-hmm. and it was it was it was yeah. That's that was that was the celebration. Lots of protein there. Yeah. Yeah. See everybody tomorrow night. Who's ever coming out tomorrow night for Bulls and Knicks? It's looking a lot of fun. Super excited. And if you're not a diehard already, go to allchgo.com. Become a diehard. And uh, there's no better way to follow sports in this city than to watch and listen to a Carm Hogue <laughs> and all the the different uh, you know personalities we have here for Bears and all the other teams at CHGO. So for all the people you know working behind the scenes like Steven and and uh, you know, Kevin work. and Lawrence and Casey and, and Joey, et cetera, we, uh, we appreciate it. And looking forward to tomorrow night. It should be a lot of fun to kind of, um, you know, relax a little bit and, and watch a Bulls team in action. Get a win. Let's go. Hopefully D. Rose gets in. Come on, Tom Thibodeau. You can put him in there. Let's, let, let, let's go. Come on. We, 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 can, we all need to stand on our feet and, and salute D. Rose, although the way Bulls fans have been this year, they, know they haven't seized the moment the way I want them to. All right, we're, we're, uh, we're back on Sunday with the Bear Show pregame at 11. Have a great rest of your night. Thank you so much uh, for checking out CHGO. Thanks uh, for Nick uh, for jumping on CHGO for the first time tonight. We will see you for the Bears on Sunday.